continuing our contemplation of the Dharma. Encouraging all of us to use this time well. We're in the heart of the retreat. It's easy for the mind to get pulled out into streams of where we're going, somewhere else. Encourage us to use this time to reflect on that which is always taking us away from where we are to the next thing. To cherish this opportunity that we have and these conditions which are giving us permission and inviting us to listen in to the heart of the matter, to listen in to our experience, this condition of mysterious circumstance of having a body-mind, being sensitive, experiencing happiness and unhappiness, calm and distress. We've heard the wise ones say that there is a dimension of our experience that is peaceful, always here and now. Inviting. One of the phrases the Buddha repeated again and again is Eitang San Tang, Eitang Pani Tang, Yadidang Sabha Sankara Samato, Tanhakayo Virago Nirodo Nibbanang, Eitang San Tang, this is peaceful. Etang panitang, this is the highest, the most sublime. Yadidang sabasankara samato, that is to say, the calming, the ending of creating all these sankaras. We create sankaras when our thoughts make it sound like there's something out there we're going to get. That's, that's a creation. This happiness, this circumstance, we've created a sense of thingness, a sense of solidity, a sense of certainty when we grasp it at a pleasure or at a pain, at a pleasure thinking we can possess it and grasp it. We become it, we take birth. Recoiling from a pain, we concretize it think that the good stuff is not here, I've got to get away from here. And in so doing, we generate birth and death. This is peaceful, this is sublime, the the calming of these creations. Tanhakayo, the cutting through, not being fooled by this craving that's always wanting something else. Virago, 
the fading, the dispassion, when we realize that everything's a cascading of change, when we have moments of recognizing, for example, that these thoughts, she loves me, she doesn't love me, he loves me, he doesn't love me, I'm great, I'm terrible, we make them so real some little bubble comes in consciousness and because we identify with it, I'm joking about it, but I'm, I get pummeled like the rest of us from time to time. But when we can notice its bubble-like nature of thought, we, we realize, wow, that's insubstantial. That's not my true identity. I'm the greatest. I'm the worst. Then the fading happens. The dispassion, the disenchantment, the letting go starts to happen naturally. The weariness of always scurrying around, trying to find solidity in that which is not solid, not trustworthy. Nirodo, the cessation Nibbanam, peace. This is peaceful. The Buddha taught this peacefulness is to be tasted by each of us. It's always here and now. We don't need a special permit. We don't need a special pass. It's ehi posiko. It's always inviting us. So today in, in the retreat, I'd like to emphasize and encourage all of us to shift our focus just slightly as we cultivate opening our hearts to the tasting of the peaceful dimension. It's always here. As we've alluded before, we lose touch with this ground of being, this original brightness when we are mesmerized by what's moving through the heart or through consciousness. Like right now, the morning talk. Thursday morning talk. Gaia house. Kitty Sorrow's turn. It's moving through the heart whatever's going on with your body, with your moods, moving through the heart. And we get the feeling for that which is moving through the heart being just that. Listening into, honoring the suchness of the sounds, the feeling tones as they arise and cease. But can we get a sense of that which isn't moving. Last night I quoted the Buddha when he compared the heart to the sky. In another teaching, he he also does that. He said, all conditioned dharmas in the Diamond Sutra all conditioned dharmas means all these changing circumstances are like dreams. 
illusions, bubbles, shadows like dewdrops in a lightning flash. Contemplate them thus. All these conditions like birth and death, beginning and ending, feeling good, getting closer and then feeling, oh gosh, I'm I'm losing it. All these dharmas are like dreams, illusions, bubbles, shadows like dewdrops in a lightning flash. Lightning flash. Tanisha and I have had the chance to appreciate lightning in our home in South Africa. One of the highest incidences there of uh, lightning in these Drakensberg Mountains. And in the summer, oftentimes every afternoon, incredible show, roaring thunder. And as it's getting into dark, then one will then see these incredible flashes of lightning, which I never knew until I went to Africa. I had a purple haze around it. And at first, I could be so excited to catch it for an instant and wondering, wanting to see it again because it was gone so quickly. But you can't predict it. Then it manifests somewhere else, streaking through the sky, and quickly the heart turns, excited, and then it's gone. All of our experiences are like this lightning flash. And when the heart tries to, to grasp it, it eludes us, looking for the next one. We can honor the lightning flash, appreciate it, but if we just shift, shift our gaze slightly with a contemplative heart, to notice this lightning's arising and ceasing in this immovable, immense, luminous, dark, luminous background of space, the night sky, which is undisturbed, which has room in it for all the thunder, all the lightning that arises, ceases, rises, ceases, We're so focused on forms. We lose touch of the matrix of the very space itself, the context itself that makes it all possible. So busy looking for peace, we don't realize we are peace. It's like that riding on a donkey looking for a donkey. Can you tell me where to find a donkey? You're riding on one. Oh. Can we get the feeling of this spaciousness of our nature? And within this spaciousness are the the bubbles, the lightning flashes of sound, The sounds we like, the sounds we don't like, they appear in consciousness, appear in the heart and dissolve. What remains? What stays unmoved? The first disciple of the Buddha that got it, 
It tasted peace, this a tongue, sun tongue, this is peace. The first one, they got the first glimpse. It's in the Buddha's first sermon on the noble truths. At the end of the teaching, where he talked about the letting go, talked about the tasting, the realization of peace. He saw that Kundanya, one of the disciples, had broken through. And he said, Oh, Kundanya knows, Kundanya knows, he knows what arises, ceases. When we see that the breath and thought and feelings and sensations are coming and going, that recognition that there's nothing to be grabbed hold of goes deep. There's a relinquishing, a letting go, and a recognition of where we've always already been here. When Kandanyo talked later, he talked about what helped him to do that, helped him to realize that. In this Sharangama Sutra I was mentioning last night, he talks about the image that helped him. And the image, he said, was the host guest. He said, if there's a traveler at an inn, maybe coming for a meal or a short stay, a night or two, the traveler comes and then goes. But the host remains, stays close by. That which moves are the guests. That which remains is the host. It's just a way of talking but to encourage us today to start getting the feeling for that which is moving, moving through the heart space, the sounds, the in-breath and the out-breath, allowing ourselves just as we have been to be open and sensitive Welcoming, allowing things to come and go, but getting the feeling for what remains. If we notice the ending of each thought, the ending of each sound, the sounds are moving and vibrating. The outer sounds, say, of my voice, or the bird sounds, the inner sounds of our thoughts are moving but what remains unchanged? What remains? We maybe think, oh, well, I don't think I can find it. That is a guess that comes and goes. And that guess, just like the lightning flashes, don't disturb the space. The forms and the emptiness are perfectly interpenetrating. They don't fight each other. So encouraging us today to give attention to the space around forms, to the silence around sound, to the awareness 
that is the matrix that is holding all experience as it arises and ceases. Kuan Yin listens at ease to the sounds of the world. Hearing and listening is her Dharma door. It's considered very efficacious because sound reveals its impermanent, ungraspable nature. As we listen at ease to the sounds of the world, let each sound arise, dissolve back into the listening into the silence, the silence that is awake, the spacious silence which is not coming and going. It remains. When we bow into the ground, it means we're relinquishing, letting go of our grasping so hard to these thoughts, these feelings, these dilemmas. We can still let them be just what they are, but can we hear the inner sounds of our opinions? Can we listen to the ending of the thoughts, how each thought dissolves? Can we give attention to the gap to the space between thoughts. When we're so busy thinking some thought, some feeling shouldn't be there, then we generate stress. So we're pushing and pulling. It's not to say there isn't important work we can do. But for today, giving ourselves permission to taste the perfection, the place where all conditions merge, all the lightning flashes, Keep arising and dissolving back into this still, peaceful background, this ground of being. Which is always here, always now, inviting. It's just an analogy, but the Analogy can help us. Just as we can focus so much on the forms of who's here, who isn't here, can we just allow our eyes to notice the space around the forms? The space of this room, the vast space above, below, and all around. 
the clouds move through, the earth moves through. The forms are moving, shifting, the space is untroubled. Similarly with sound. In our easeful abidings, can we notice the sounds? But how all the sounds are surrounded by silence, by listening. So it is said, just as space is to form and silence is to sound, so too is awareness to all experience. All our experience, which we get so trapped in, the happy moods, we get intoxicated, I am happy. The unhappy moods, I'm unhappy. Those feeling thought formations are arising and ceasing within this sky-like, spacious awareness. For a time, can we just allow them all to be just as they are? Don't have to change anything. As we're practicing, it's not a big shift. Still steadying ourselves, sitting, walking, with the body, breathing, allowing in the spacious heart the sense of the in-breath, but noticing it dissolving, shifting, turning into the out-breath. And within this abiding, we will notice that sounds come and go, letting them arise and dissolve back into the spaciousness. One way of entering this is with the breathing, is to focus on the out-breath, the ending, the letting go. We can whisper with each out-breath, let, let go, an inner whisper. In that inner whisper, we hear that thought dissolve into the silence as it reminds us to, to rest, rest into the ground of being. Like a mother with a child on a swing in front of her, The child swings to us and the mother touches the child for a moment, reassuring. But then letting go as the child swings out. With each out-breath, letting go. Getting a feeling for resting where we've always already been, in this ground of being, in this background. This original brightness 
this peace itself. And as the breath comes back in, we can touch steady. But as we touch and hold and steady the attention on the body, we'll notice that it's trembling, vibrating, shifting. So we're holding lightly because what we're holding is becoming otherwise in the next instant, then letting go. Like a mother with a child, the child keeps returning to the mother. This awareness is like a mother, gives birth to all things, all forms. They all dissolve back into the listening, into the presence, into this ground of being. The letting go encourages relaxing and relinquishing. We find that sometimes gets us too dispersed or lost. We can ask the question, who is practicing? Who? There might be an answer, oh golly, it's me, Dumbo. It's me, Dumbo. We'll hear that thought, it's me, Dumbo. Can we hear that as a lightning flash? Dissolving then back into the listening. It seems like it's happening to me. A quiet question can turn the searchlight of awareness, return the hearing to listen back into So we're turning the heart to this peaceful nature. What remains? The sound itself doesn't remain, but the question then allows us to listen and notice, be with that which is present. Who is suffering so much? I am. Hear that I am. We don't have to get rid of that thought. I am. But we realize that's like a lightning flash. It's a guest. Let it be compassionately. But notice that it doesn't dissolve, doesn't hurt the spaciousness of the heart. We can balance the two, the letting go, relaxing into the ease of just being, and then a question. But notice the question, notice that thought end, notice the silence after the thought, so that we start exploring that gap 
where we're not so busy getting mesmerized by our thoughts. It can be a who or what. Both these methods are pointing our attention back to the deathless, pointing us to that dimension that's always here. All conditioned dharmas are like dreams, illusions, bubbles, shadows, like dewdrops in a lightning flash. Contemplate them thus. Practicing thusness. Thusness meanings it is like this now. Letting the sounds be just what they are as they arise and cease into the stillness. Bubbles flowing down the river, beautiful light. Ooh, look at the bubble. There it is. Pop. Oh, there's nothing there. It's empty. Oh, there it is. It is. Pop. It it isn't. It doesn't exist. Oh, there it is. Is. Isn't. Is. Isn't. Good. Bad. All these conditioned dharmas are like bubbles. Mesmerized by our thoughts, not seeing their bubble-like nature, we get so caught up in complexity. Can we have a good, healthy suspicion about believing all our thoughts? For today, can we listen into the sounds of our thoughts like bubbles? Letting a simple thought, my name is, or the sky is blue, or the sky is cloudy, and listening to that thought dissolve like a bubble. That whatever we say can't capture this mysterious truth of things. This dharma, as the Buddha says, cannot be described. Words fall silent before it. So allowing ourselves to be Kuan Yin today, to abide and align with the one who listens at ease to the sounds of the world, the outer sounds, 
and especially the inner sounds of our thoughts, can we particularly notice them dissolving, each one dissolving back into this, that which remains, unmoved, untroubled, that which is peaceful, undying, our original brightness. <clears throat> 